To begin. Are you watching closely? To begin. Clytus, I'm bored. How to start? What plaything can you offer me today? In Life Itself, a memoir, Roger Ebert begins. I was born inside the movie of my life. I was born a poor black child. The visuals were before me. I was born in it. The audio surrounded me. Molded by it. The plot unfolded inevitably, but not necessarily. I don't remember how I got into the movie, but it continues to entertain me. We all are born with a certain package. We are who we are. Where we were born, who we were born as, how we were raised. We're kind of stuck inside that person. And the purpose of civilization and growth is to be able to reach out and empathize a little bit with other people. And for me, the movies are like a machine that generates empathy. It lets you understand a little bit more about different hopes, aspirations, dreams, and fears. It helps us to identify with the people who are sharing this journey with us. Osiris, Dumuzid, Adonis, Anana, Dionysus, Addis, Skelep, Jesus Christ, Connor J. Phillips, dying and rising deities, or transpersonal symbolism from the collective unconscious. Welcome to the first syllable. That's the sort of line there that I put in my notes. The notes are getting elaborate. I've only sorted the first few groups, so I have a couple groups of unsorted notes now. And going through them, it's interesting to see how the notes get me plot points and get me characters. Like, there wasn't a Nathan and an Allison getting married until I rewatched the time loop episode of Eureka. Then there was a reference to an Allison in another time loop movie, and I'm like, that's the same Allison. Okay, blah, blah, blah. And there was another Nathan. There's several Michaels in a few of these. I need to go through again and just look at cast lists on like IMDb for each of these things and see what are all the background characters' names. Because sometimes it gets weird. I have watched so many time loop things in recent weeks that it's, it's getting a little silly. Let's see, just for example... I don't think I've listed this group yet. In the latest group, this is last syllable notes, file number six. I watched a movie called Dark Country. I watched a I watched the bootleg of Groundhog Day the Musical twice. I watched The Final Girls, which doesn't have much time loop in it, but it's got a little bit, and so I wanted to reference it because it's fun. I read again the Groundhog Day second revision of the script. I read the third revision of the script. I haven't gotten back to the final revision, and I also need to read the original again and take some notes on some stuff. I watched Russian Doll, did notes separately for each episode. Nothing in this world is easy. The Great Escape, A Warm Body, Alan's Routine, Superiority Complex, Reflection, A Way Out, Ariadne. What is this? Oh. <laughs> I have a little conversation here. I'm like, this could fit somewhere. Dez tells T about the loop before Connor can. Roe doesn't buy it. To prove it, Connor does the God Day bit, including this is blank, Karen, and blank. I don't know what the other names of this group of people at lunch are. And he's like, 9-11 truther, birther, and COVID denier, respectively. And really, I'm not sure how any of you survived COVID. Probably refused to wear masks entirely. I wore masks. Had to. Fucking communist California, that was one of them responding. And he says, sure, Karen, we've seen your TikToks. Thank you for doing your part. And another one says, no, I'm Karen. Says, you're all Karens. Anyway, next table. I watched The Flash, episode Cause and Excess. 
I watched the movie Oculus again, which doesn't have a lot of time looping. It's more experience looping. I watched the What If Doctor Strange Lost His Heart Instead of His Hands episode. I did make a reference as well in my notes to Doctor Strange the movie, because that ends with a time loop. I watched the movie Dead End. I watched the movie Christmas Do-Over. I wrote down some notes from Town, although I actually watched it, saw it in person months ago, and I've heard it a few times. Referenced it a lot on Annihilation Minute. It's more of a story structure loop. I watched Phineas and Ferb, The Last Day of Summer. American Dad Father's Days. The movie Plus One, again. Plus One got me a thing because Plus One, if you see it, it's pretty good. It's basically about a party where the entire party is looping. And so there's duplicates of people. And I was like, I kind of want a party option, but I don't want to get to the reunion. So I'm like, here's the setup. It's Friday. The reunion is on Saturday. Nathan and Allison are getting married on Sunday. The bachelor party is tonight. Which means there's room for them to go to the bachelor party during the loop. They won't go there every time, but it's an option. Gives us an extra excuse to spend time with some of the people they know from high school. Like Nathan, who is sort of a antagonist through part of this story. That was Last Syllable Notes 6. Am I on Notes 7 now? Oh yeah, I'm on Notes 7. For which I've already watched. Time Lapse, Happy Death Day to You, 12 Days of Christmas Eve, Time Trap, Time Crimes, Beyond the Infinite 2 Minutes. I also have a sort of cast list. I think I mentioned I had this already, and I'm not going to say who it is. I will say later, but I want to watch a few more before I can say, like, ideal cast types. My idea is use actors who have already been in different time loop things and cast them in parts here. Get cameos from someone like Bill Murray. would be awesome. But I started with that line about Osiris and all that, is that there's a lot of myths about characters who die and come back, and they create religions from this, you know? I'm thinking about the point of a time loop. I've said this before. I've talked about the point of a time loop time and time again. But there's many points to a time loop. Sometimes it's sort of just the A-B testing of what's good. It's not just characters making themselves better. I talked about this in a recording that won't be out for a few weeks of Groundhog Day Project, minute by minute, but just recorded this yesterday. And we were talking about how at a certain point in a time loop, you don't have an excuse You don't have anything else to do but be better. Because bad can only last so long. So my version, the last syllable of recorded time, is not a Connor's loop. It's not, hey, once he has the perfect day, that's what 12 Days of Christmas Eve was, is you have 12 days to get this right. Which, amusingly, speaking of that movie, literally on day two, he does a really good job. And then the loop goes again. I'm like, that wasn't fair. What do you want? I mean, what else are you going to do? Connor's got four years worth of days, and each day is shorter than the one before it. You can exploit it for a while. You can sit around and waste it for a time. There's a line, it's kind of cheesy. Where'd it go? I believe it's from the second revision of Groundhog Day. Yep, it's from the end of it. You can waste time, you can kill time, you can do time, but if you use it wisely, there's never enough of it. So you better make the most of the time you've got. I don't think I want a character to say that. But that is kind of the point. We all do all those things. We waste time. We kill time. We spend time. We do time. And I'd like to think there's more of it than we think there is. So you can decide who you're going to be. Trying to find a good sample in my notes of where a detail got me a character beat. I don't know. 
It's strange. I just got a very busy with fall semester starting, and I know I have more time for putting together my notes, sorting things out. I got my other podcasts, got D&D, but I want to keep doing this. This is, I was, I forgot to look up if this was a term that people use. It's like, it's a plog. <laughs> like, blogs became vlogs, and now there's plog. It's just me talking about the ideas. Here's one. I don't know where I got this. I wrote it after The Flash. I don't think that was it. I think it had come up a different time of the day. I have it as its own little note. For the montage of random stuff. Kintsugi repair of the vase broken early in the loop as a marker. That means, sometime early in the loop, there's a vase that gets broken every day. And it's sort of like this marker that that same vase keeps getting broken, and that's a sign that the loop is what it is. We'll only find this out later in the story, because I'm not starting at the beginning. My story is not a story. I think I said this before. <laughs> this can be a common refrain on this show, so I think I said this before. But hey, it's a loop. What do you want from me? My story is not a story about a guy getting stuck in a time loop and getting out. I'm not beginning with the beginning of the loop, because fuck you, audience. This is not that story. The DA breaks into the prison, runs down death row. But he gets there too late. The gas pellets have been dropped. She's dead. I tell you. There's not a dry eye in the house. She's dead? She's dead. She's dead. Because that's the reality. The innocent die. This story is about a guy who is in... I was going to say the middle, but really, technically, he's far along at the point that we are introduced to him. I think. Yeah. I think I said the opening scene is on day 1201. That's not 1201. That's the day that started at 1201 p.m. So that means he's already got... 60 times 12 days behind him. It's halfway in terms of days. Much farther in terms of time. And that is the beginning of the story because it's Connor's story about him learning to let things go. And it's Dez's story about realizing that he doesn't want to let some things go and that some things are worth fighting for. And T accepting where she is in her life. And Ro realizing that maybe these friends were the best friends she ever had. And she misses that, even though she pretends she doesn't. And no matter how much they want to punish Nathan for his past indiscretions, maybe he deserves forgiveness. And Connor will save Cassandra's life, keep her from getting hit by that car. But that doesn't mean he's going to stick out the rest of the loop with her, because that's not the point. It's not the romantic comedy. The romantic comedy is one piece of the story. The friends are the end of the story. And Kintsugi repair is when you repair a vase, not just by gluing it back together, but you put gold in those cracks. And so it makes it really obvious that this thing has been broken, but the points where it broke are now more beautiful. It's something about the mental health of Connor, of Dez, of T, of Roe, of Cass, of Nathan, a handful of characters, and a much larger handful of supporting characters. I have a bunch of dog names, so I'm like, okay, there's now going to be a scene at a dog park. Because that way he can do a god day sort of thing where he names all the dogs, knows all the owners, to prove his point, to prove that he is in the loop. But even that's not the point of the story. That's why it's not a Connor's loop. It's a 1201 loop. It continues. It continues. And it's its own loop, and it, it ends. It's that loop from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They're in the time vortex, and they keep getting closer to it. But what I want in the final scene, I think they're going to go back to the karaoke place and be singing. 
I had an image yesterday of them singing, and I would love it if it'd be hilarious for me. And I know it'd be a little on the nose, but I want them to sing I Got You, Babe. The four of them, together. And I guess it has to be a karaoke bar, not one of those places where you go sit in the room away from everyone, because I want the background action to still be there. So that as they're singing, the song skips back, the action skips back, but they just keep singing. Little bits of dialogue between them. I've already mentioned some of the dialogue from the final scene. And Connor knows when one minute is left. We have one minute of song. They're singing. There's little bits of dialogue. And then it cuts off. Cut. Perfect. It's a past. Stuff that dreams are made of. You still here? It's over, Johnny. It's over. It's over. Nothing is over. Go home. Nothing. You just don't turn it off. You, you sold it out. I can't believe it. How could you let him sell you out? I mean, what about truth? What about the reality? What about the way the old ending tested in Canoga Park? Everybody hated it. We reshot it. Now everybody loves it. That's reality. Go. 